Welcome to another episode of In the Life of Sean Powers. He keeps you entertained on the morning show on My1043 in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. But what is he like after the show? Well, here you go. Yes, here we go. Back for another fun podcast in the life of Sean Powers. By the way, real quick, hang on a minute. I got to put my phone on vibrate because everybody's been uh, calling me and messaging me. My phone's been going ding, 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 ding. So let me go ahead and uh, take care of that real quick if I can. Anyways, welcome into another fun Powers podcast. I'm here back from vacation. And yes, I just want to give you guys some updates on uh, what happened on during vacation. Some highlights of what happened in uh, the uh, the whole trip excursion. Because I gave you some bits and pieces on the radio. I didn't really fill you in on all the details. But you guys want to hear about my trip? Great. If you don't, turn off the podcast now and go listen to something else. <laughs> go do something else. Anyways, I uh, appreciate you taking the time seriously to uh, take a few minutes just to uh, get in the life a little Sean Powers here real quick. So first time in five years, I was able to take a vacation. Uh, my own choosing, not because of work. Work was, Actually, Bob and Lori here at the station are encouraging me like three times a year, take some time off, take a vacation, go do something. Well, when COVID hit, I was pretty much the, the main guy here coming in every day and doing my thing. And so, yeah, I really couldn't take a vacation because where was I going to go? My basement? Yeah, that's not a vacation. That's not a vacation. So uh, anyways, during COVID, it was difficult to get away. Uh, five years ago, we took the family we went out west but that's the family and I, I i'm really i'm ready to take a vacation with just my wife my wife and i have not had a vacation by ourselves in almost 19 years believe it or not and uh, we just celebrated our 19th wedding anniversary the other day. It's been up and down, but anyways, yeah, we just had it on Sunday. So we took a trip down to Fort Myers to go see some family and friends, and we planned it about a couple of months ago, and we said, you know what, we're going to do it. We're just going to get out of town. We're going to get out of state. We're just going to go enjoy family and friends for about a week and you know, go see what happens. So we book it through Expedia, and we get a hotel room. We get the rental car. We get the airfare all through one. So we booked the airfare through Delta because I heard at the time Delta was the best airline out there. Spirit Air and all the other ones were subpar. Plus on Delta, you had the little uh, computers in the front where you could watch movies and stuff like that. And so I was just like, okay, let's let's do Delta. Let's pay a little bit more and let's let's get the best, okay? Well, boy, that was I way off. So we get to the airport. We, we flew out a week ago Saturday, and it was a nighttime flight, supposed to be scheduled for 8.50 p.m., flew out of Detroit. So we get to the airport about 5.30, 6 o'clock. Uh, getting through security was, was a fun thing. Uh, we, we, now, the cool thing is we checked in. Uh, at the at the uh, at the Delta Gate, which we had one checked on bag and we had one carry on bag. Thirty bucks for a checked on bag, whatever. Pay the fee. Uh, put put our suitcase on the conveyor belt. The lady took our stuff. Da da da. Checking in was so easy. Printing our boarding plat passes and all that. So simple. That that was the easy part. Getting through TSA was very difficult. Uh, I got through fine. My wife had a bag and she had a uh, sewing. Um, oh, what do they call those? Uh, it was a uh, a needle. Uh, not a needle. What do they call those? Uh, uh, for, for she she was um, uh, oh I can't remember it's like a sewing needle or it wasn't a needle but it was like a a, a big it was huge it was a sewing thing anyways it, it could it could be used as a weapon on board uh, for for knitting or whatever she's she's making blankets and stuff like that with her with her yarn. And um, so she told them about that. They, she put that on the outside, put on the conveyor belt. They said, yep, you can carry that on. That's for sewing. We see your sewing kit. That's cool. That's fine. Um, so that made it through. But then they stopped her. They pulled her to the side. They go, yeah, we need to talk to you about uh, there's something in your bag that looks suspicious. They thought it was ammunition. And they're like, what? Because they couldn't see inside of her bag. So they, they pulled her aside. And they dug through her bag or whatever, and they go, yeah, we got to look through your snacks because it looks like you got a thing of ammunition in there. Well, they open it up. It's a thing of... 
of it's a big bag of Tootsie Rolls. And so they finally let her. And it's like, really? They stopped her for Tootsie Rolls, but not for having this big old needle that she had. You know, she could have stabbed somebody with a needle on board a plane or something. So uh, that was the first that was the first thing. I was like, oh, my gosh, here we go. That was kind of funny, um, you know, because uh, but we, we got stopped up for a little bit. So anyways, we get to our, our gate where, we, you know, we're getting ready. We got aboard or whatever. Uh, 820 comes around. Nobody's there. 850 is our flight supposed to take off. 820, nobody's at the gate from Delta to, like, start boarding or checking people in or anything. And I'm like, okay, this is weird. We're not getting it off the ground at 850. There's no way. And the weather was fine. It, there was no nothing wrong with the weather. So finally, about 840, somebody comes to the gate and goes, yeah, uh, we're going to have to move it to eight, uh, to 920. Your flight's being delayed. We're waiting on other crew members from other flights to make it into the area. They're still they're on delay, da-da-da. Cool. They're running a few minutes late. Fine. Half hour, not a problem. 910 comes around. Nobody's back at the gate. They took off from the gate again from Delta. Nobody's there to like board people on the plane. I'm like, we're not taking off at 920, 920, 925. This is crazy. So then we uh, we were like, what the heck's going on? So about 920, they come over to the gate and they go, sorry, we're having mechanical issues with your aircraft. I'm like, oh, great. They're going to cancel the flight. We're going to get stuck. Oh, my gosh, this sucks. So they go, well, we're just going to board you on another plane for 1025. And we're at, uh, we're at Detroit, A26 or something like that. Then say, you got it. You know, we're going to reboard the plane at 1025 and we're going to take off at 1025 tonight. Mind you, we'd been up all morning, all day, all, all afternoon, all, all evening long. And we're just ready to go to sleep. We're just like, we're exhausted. We're going to sleep on the plane. Uh, the flight was supposed to take off at 8.50 and land at like 11.50 p.m. We were going to get there at midnight. Um, so 10.20, so so we go down to the other end. And about uh, 10 o'clock, nobody's at that gate to let people start boarding the plane because of the mechanical issue. So they, they flip planes. They put us on a different plane to, to board. And um, this is good. This is gonna be a long podcast, or either that, or uh, this. This is just this is ridiculous. So uh, I'm gonna make a long story uh, longer, unfortunately. But we get down to that other gate, and about 10:05, nobody from uh, Delta is there to board people. I'm like, we're not leaving at 10:25. What the H-E double hockey six is going on here? So about 10:10, somebody comes over to the thing and goes. Yeah, we're going to start boarding at 10.25, and we're going to take off about uh, 10.55 to 11 o'clock. Well, about 10.30, they start uh, calling names up. They start boarding, whatever. Finally, we take off at 11 o'clock. It's a direct flight from Detroit all the way down to uh, Fort Myers, a three-hour trip or whatever. So, okay, fine, whatever. We sleep on – try to sleep on the plane. There's a lot of turbulence. We're flying through tornadoes and, you know, down south in Tennessee and, you know, going through Georgia and all that. There's bad weather or whatever. So we had some rough air. So it was, it was pretty much impossible to sleep. And so I was I was sitting there watching movies and stuff like that on the plane, trying to just oh trying to trying to rest as much as I could, but couldn't do it. My wife fell asleep on the tray and on her little uh, flap down tray or whatever, so she got some sleep. Anyways, we get uh, we get into uh, Fort Myers, uh, we get our luggage, no problem, and we go over to uh, the uh, the uh, thrifty the car rental place. Well, they closed already. <laughs> they were closed for the night. So then we had to go down to Hertz and we had to wait in line for like 25 minutes to get our car rental. Finally get the car rental, get all that crap straightened out. And then we go to the hotel, we check in at the hotel. And once we get to the hotel, we're just, we're spent. It's three, three, three or three 30 in the morning by the time we get to the hotel. Then Sunday morning, we wake up, we go spend it with friend, family and friends. We go up to the, uh, uh, Hoochie, Coochie, Coochie, Hoochie river or whatever like that. Beautiful time in Fort Myers, spent time with them, had dinner with them on Sunday, Monday, spent time with her aunt. 
aunt and uncle, um, had some brunch with them. I spent most of the day with them. I hung out with her, our uh, friend of ours, Barb, uh, who used to be our kid's babysitter uh, back when we lived in uh, Rockford, Illinois. So I spent some time with her on Monday night. And then Tuesday, uh, we woke up and we ended up headed to the other side of the state. So we're in Fort Myers. We ended up driving down Alligator Alley and ended up going over to, uh, uh, was it Cape Coral? And uh, just north of Fort Lauderdale in the Atlantic Ocean side, meeting a friend who I hadn't met in person yet. For like, I've known her for like two years or whatever. Um, you know, my wife was with me. We we all met up, and um, you know, we had dinner, and then um, and then we woke up on Wednesday. Uh, we got a hotel over there, and then we woke up on Wednesday. We went to the Atlantic Ocean for a few hours, and then it started thunderstorming, so we had to get out of the water there. We went and had dinner with her. Uh, and then headed back over to uh, Fort Myers on Wednesday night. Thursday, woke up, went to Fort Myers Beach, which, by the way, you can't swim in the Gulf of Mexico in Fort Myers right now because Hurricane Ian hit six months ago, still red tide, uh, not recommended to swim in the ocean or whatever. And then I told my wife a couple of days before that, I said, let's do something adventurous while we're here. So I signed us up for uh, for us to go parasailing, just both of us, her and I, to do some parasailing, 1,200 feet in the air uh, on just a, on a tow rope. And I'm like, yeah, okay, that, that'd be fun, you know, because if you're going to die, that's the best way to die. Um, but anyways, um, so we did that. And I was I was kind of nervous because I had never parasailed before. So the, the the thing is, we had to walk into the Gulf of Mexico about three or four feet. We got on this little boat. The driver took us out to this boat way in the middle of nowhere, uh, way off coast. In case we had to, you know, the, you can't hear blood curdling screams coming from us. So uh, we're out there. Uh, this is on Thursday afternoon. Beautiful temperatures were in the nineties. It was absolutely gorgeous. So we're on the boat with some other people that were going out for the same excursion. And we get to this bigger boat. They put us on this bigger boat. My heart's pounding the whole time. I don't know what to expect with parasailing. I've never done it before. Well, we had a couple of other groups ahead of us. And what they did is they strapped us up and everything. They put a you know, big life vest on us, strapped us up. And then they, they took two hooks on each side, one hook on each side of us. And they just hooked us up to this uh, to this big parachute. And then they would just they'd pull the boat real fast. And then the parachute would lift you up in the air. And boom, you would go on this tow, this, this tow line up 1,200 feet in the air. And these other kids were just doing it, and I'm like, oh my god, I, I was freaking out, okay? Because you go backwards, and I just, I'm not, I'm not a guy. I, if I can't see where I'm going, man, I'm freaking out. So I was freaking out until I got up on the ramp to to uh, actually be lifted up. They hooked me up, they strapped me up, they put this, uh, they put the stuff between, you know, up around my legs or whatever. And I went to go scoot up, uh, you know, like a diaper. I went to go scoot up and pull it up, on, you know, underneath me. And the guy goes, don't do that. You're going to get a major wedgie, and you're going to hurt yourself, and your junk's going to hurt too. So I'm like, uh oh. And I, so I didn't know what to expect. If it's is going to lift me up into a chair? Am I going to be dangling there? Am I going to have to, you know, use upper body strength? What am I going to have to do to, to be able to hold on? He says, just hold on to the thing, to hold on to the thing really tight. And so I'm holding on to it. I'm like, oh my God, what did I get myself into? So then we, then all of a sudden they, they take off real quick, real fast. We all, all of a sudden get lifted up and I'm like, oh, we start going backwards and I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh my God, I'm off the boat, I'm off the boat. And then all of a sudden the thing comes up around you like a diaper and then it's like a seat and then you can sit back or whatever. And I'm like, oh, okay, I get it now. And then I just relax the rest of the way and it was fun it was a lot of fun we were swaying around you know the gulf of mexico and the boat was moving around and we were going up and down we did a couple dips in the water and it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun very expensive but it was a lot of fun we were in there on the um 
on the uh, parasailing for about uh, 15, 20 minutes. And it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I would highly recommend uh, if you know trying it at least once in your life. Next thing I want to do is I want to try snorkeling because I've never done that. But anyways, we did that on Thursday. Um, Thursday afternoon, we were burnt. We were toasted. We were driving back to the. We were going to go get some dinner. Actually, driving back to Fort to our uh, hotel area. Um, we were going to go get dinner at Cracker Barrel, and I get an alert on my phone. By the way, your flight on Friday morning has been canceled because they don't have enough uh, crew members. So I'm like, oh, my gosh. So, And the same thing happened to my daughter about a month before that, flying out of Fort Myers, flying home on Delta, where they canceled the flight, and she was stuck there for three days. So I'm like, oh, my gosh, we got to get home. We got to get home. This is Friday. I got to go back to work on Monday. I need a day to recuperate when I get home, at least a day. So I'm flipping out a little bit. I'm just like, good God. So then we got to try to find another flight to get on to. There's no other flights for 48 hours that Delta could put us on. Um, I'm thinking about getting a rental car, driving home. And I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. That's just more stress. And we're not going to get home till Sunday. And then I'm just going to, no, I'm not going to do that either. So um, I finally got a hold of Delta. And it was a big fiasco with Delta. Um, you know, finally got a hold of somebody from there. And then we had to be checked out of our hotel on Friday morning. So, for, okay, so at dinner, we were able to rebook a, a flight uh, for Saturday morning, thank God, for 5.40 a.m., which means we had to be at the airport by 4 a.m., 4.30 a.m. at the latest in uh, Fort Myers. And by the way, Fort Myers International Airport, excellent. Excellent service, excellent people, excellent. They took very good care of us. But uh, so Thursday night, I'm on the phone with uh, with the uh, the airlines. I'm on the phone with some guy from uh, Hong Kong. I don't know where he was at, but he didn't really speak English really well. And I was trying to understand what he was trying to tell me. And then it was a text message, and his English was very broken. So I, I wasn't getting the gist of how this is going to work to where we get rebooked. And then we needed a hotel voucher because the hotel that we were staying in was like 300 bucks a night. So I'm like, I'm not paying 300 bucks. You know, we need a hotel voucher. So that's when I got on the horn to Delta for a hotel voucher. And they said, well, you have to go to the physically to the airport to get a hotel voucher. And you have to talk to a supervisor to get a hotel voucher. So uh, by this time, it's 9 o'clock Thursday night. I'm like, well, there's nobody going to be there this late at night on a Thursday. So I'm going to go and get up thir- uh, Friday morning because we had to check out at 11. Get up uh, Friday morning about 8.30 or whatever. We, uh, My wife and I went over to the um, we went over to the kiosk over there at the uh, International Airport in Florida, in Fort Myers. We got, um, got in line. We stood in line for like half hour. And then they finally got us to a supervisor. And they're doing their little... You know, tapping on the computers like they do, and we explain the situation. You know, you guys canceled our flight from this morning. We got rebooked for tomorrow morning. We need a hotel for the night. Well, they go, well, here's the hotels that are available, not the one that we were at. So we had to pack up all of our stuff, move to a whole different hotel. Dude, it was a fiasco. We had to go to a whole different hotel, and by the time we got back to the hotel, it was like quarter till it was like ten thirty. We had to pack all of our stuff up, make sure we you know didn't leave anything behind. Had to do a couple of run throughs because my wife and I. We, we tend to leave stuff behind whenever we go to hotels. So it just happens. So we wanted to double, triple, quadruple check, make sure we had everything. So we checked out of that hotel. Oh, and by the way, when we checked into this hotel, it, it was all digital. Um, I couldn't, there was nobody at the desk at the first hotel. And uh, when we checked in, beautiful hotel. It was a Days Inn Hotel uh, right there on, on the boulevard. Anyways, I, I walked in and the guy comes up on the video screen. He goes, nope, I don't. He goes, I'm not even in your state. He goes, he goes, but I'm going to check you in. I had to put my ID down, my thumbprint ID. It was like Jetson, it was like Jetson stuff. It was really futuristic. I mean, it freaked my wife out when we checked in, 3 o'clock in the morning. But anyways, um, so we moved to the second hotel where we actually had somebody there. Then Delta ended up giving us food. 
food vouchers and their QR codes, and they were to be used at the hotel that uh, Delta was going to put us up in, and it was their choice of the hotel. So we had to move to their their choice of a hotel. We get to that hotel, and they go, yeah, we don't do food vouchers here from Delta. I'm like, what the hell is this crap? So we didn't use the hotel vouchers, $15 or whatever, big deal, whatever. When Bob goes, well, you can use them at the airport. Yeah, no, whatever. I'm At this point, I just want to get home. So <laughs> so, so this is uh, this is all Friday. This is all happening Friday. So uh, Friday, we uh, what did we end up doing Friday? Oh, Friday, we drove up to Shark, uh, Shark Tooth uh, Beach, which is about an hour north. We swam in the ocean up there because it was safer. Um, and my wife went uh, looking for shells and uh, shark teeth. She found a shark tooth. She found a bunch of shells. She met a friend from Wisconsin. They were talking. Uh, they were looking for shells and stuff like that. So we spent Friday afternoon up there. Came back Friday night, had a nice dinner, and uh, went to bed. Uh, well, then, then we went and got ice cream later. And then we went and played the video arcades. Uh, went, went to a video arcade called Game Time, which is all retro. 70s and 80s video games on Big screens, Pac-Man, uh, Donkey Kong, uh, you name it. There were there were Frogger, uh, Pitfall. They had Plinko there. They had Skee Ball. They had the the classic. Um um, uh, what do they call the hockey with the hockey players in the big bubble? Uh, they had um, a shuffleboard. Um, they had air hockey. They had all kinds of like retro games. So we played that until like ten o'clock. Then we got back to the hotel, <coughs> getting ready, getting ready to go to sleep. Watching the news. It was like midnight. We got to bed. We had to get up at three a.m. or two thirty a.m. Uh, no, I, I, I think I had my alarm set for three. I got up at three, got ready. We all both got ready. Got to the airport um, and got got to our plane. Got boarded on the plane. Plane took off like at five fifty a.m. instead of five forty. And we were 10 minutes late getting to the airport because uh, coming home now, it wasn't a direct flight. So coming home, we had to uh, we flew from uh, Fort Myers to Atlanta, then Atlanta to Pittsburgh. We had to get a connector and then Pittsburgh to Detroit. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, three connectors, and, you know, six hour trip, you know. So, OK, whatever. We, we took the best deal we could get. We just wanted to get home. So. So we get to Atlanta and we get off at Atlanta and we had to run. We had to go from uh, from the F section all the way to the A section. And by the time we got off our plane and got deboarded uh, in Atlanta. Uh, we had uh, they were starting to board our plane for Pittsburgh, and we had what 15, 20 minutes to get down from uh, the F terminal all the way to the A terminal. And we got there like three minutes before they shut the door, or we would have been screwed. We would have been stuck there. So yeah, way to go Delta for booking these freaking flights so damn close to each other. But anyways, we got on that flight, sweating it, sweating bullets, da da da. I got on that flight, flew to uh, flew to Pittsburgh. And that was uh, that was okay. You know, that was an okay flight. A lot of turbulence. Uh, you know, going through thunderstorms and stuff. And then we get into um, we get into Pittsburgh, and we get off that. Uh, we get we get out of that terminal, or we get off that uh, that flight, and we go to look for our next gate, which is literally, thank God, right next door to the gate we got off at. So I was like, oh my gosh, this is paradise. This doesn't. This never happens. So and we had like a fifteen minute wait there, and I was just like, oh my gosh, this is great. We can relax for a couple minutes. And then the flight from uh, the flight from Pittsburgh to Detroit, eh, pretty uneventful. We get to Detroit, we go to the wrong. Lo- Man, we had to walk all the way through the Detroit airport which took like a half hour just to get to where they have the luggage area. Then we're at the wrong luggage spot because I'm looking for my luggage. I'm like, oh, my God, it's not here. I'm freaking out a little bit. My wife goes, yeah, luggage claim is not three or not number four. We're at number three. And I'm like, oh, I thought they said number four. She goes, they did originally, but they changed it to number three. So we moved to number three. Either that or I wasn't paying attention. I don't know. It's probably me not paying attention. But anyway, so I, I get to, uh, we get over to three, and the luggage comes around. But it's spinning really fast on this spindler thing. My wife.
wife is her luggage is like way up top on, on the you know on the upper part of it, and she's like trying to jump up there and grab it, and it's going so fast. She ended up climbing up on top of it and riding it for a minute. People were laughing and everything. She goes, "I got to get my this is crap." So we got our luggage. We got in our uh, we got went to go get our car uh, out of the uh, out of the um, oh that was another fiasco. We lost our car um, because I was in the wrong section. But my wife goes, "Well, the, from the from the terminal to the parking garage, it takes you to terminal six or whatever. We needed three, so we had to go we go through that, and then we had to go downstairs, then we had to go down to A, and then B, and then C, and then go back to A through the elevator. So it was just it was a long a long thing. But anyways, um, yeah, we paid like two hundred bucks for parking for the week, and we got on the road, got home, and thank God. And that was pretty much the vacation. And we got home, and I took like a three hour nap. My wife took a three hour nap. Went and got my son from work, and just hung out Saturday and Sunday. So. Oh, that was uh, that was pretty much vacation. I mean, we did a lot more stuff in, in inside the vacation too. Um, we didn't argue, we didn't fight once. We just we had a great time, just uh, you know, just being with each other. Uh, it was it was a good time. We were able to reconnect after many many years. It was weird not having kids with us. It was uh, it was really strange, but it was a good time. It was a good vacation. So that's pretty much the vacation in a nutshell. And if you ever have the chance to go down to uh, Fort Myers in the next year or so, uh, they again they're rebuilding Fort Myers, so everything on the beach was destroyed uh, from the hurricane and they're starting to rebuild so all the stores and everything down there are still closed off um, you can still go to the beach you just can't swim in the ocean or the Gulf of Mexico there um, but you can there's still activities and stuff that you can do you can get some sun uh, you can hang out there you know you can do a lot of stuff so uh, again uh, Fort Myers Sanibel Island uh, all that stuff destroyed uh, and it's going to take about 10 years for them to uh, actually rebuild everything and get everything rebuilt from scratch oh not to mention the moron that got caught driving um, while we were down there we would in and out of traffic and we we're on alligator alley we were taking 75 south to uh uh well actually it was going east but we were taking that from um uh, from the gulf side over to atlanta to the atlantic ocean to uh, coral springs and some guy was weaving in and out of traffic in and out of traffic and they had these big signs up that said these electronic signs that says if you see anybody driving recklessly hit pound 347 or something like that so we hit that hit pound 347 and there was a cop that pulled out from behind the bush and just like saw this guy grabbed him woo and got him and gave him a ticket or whatever but yeah he was driving a you know two lane highway and just just weaving in and out of traffic and just just driving all over the place i I think he was drunk but yeah florida drivers worse than michigan by far so and you think michigan drivers are bad (laughs) i'm gonna start driving like i'm in florida but anyways it was a fun vacation great excursion if you ever have the chance uh get down to southern florida and uh you know get down there and enjoy it so there you go that's my podcast for the week you guys everybody we're back in mount pleasant though ready for some uh some uh some springtime fun some uh summertime fun and we got a lot more coming your way in these podcasts in the life of sean powers for now i'm going to back out of here you guys have a great day thanks for taking your time to listen to this mess of a podcast vacation so take a vacation if you can and you don't even have to go anywhere just uh just get away though get away in your head get away from the kids uh if you need me to babysit your kids let me know i'll, I'll hook up a babysitter maybe chris bachman can watch your kids Maybe I can have Chris do it. Anyways, we'll, until we talk again next time in the Life of Sean Powers podcast, enjoy your day, everybody. God bless you. We'll see you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to In the Life of Sean Powers weekly podcast. The views and opinions heard on this podcast do not necessarily reflect those views and opinions of Latitude Media, our sponsors, our affiliates, or My1043 and Buck92 Radio. Check out our website for even more podcasts from around the area. Just go to MyMichiganPodcast.com. It's podcasting that matters.